Good morning, everyone. We are, a whole week just flew by. Harmony is like, oh my God, here it is Sunday at 10 a.m. again. So I'm going to ask you, and you do not have to answer, on a scale of 1 to 10, with all of the things that you wanted to get done this week, we were naming three to five things in each of those categories. On a scale of 1 to 10, how did you do? Just go inside, assess. You don't have to say anything. I'm going to assess myself. I'm going to say... On a scale of one to 10, 10, the worst, F, one, A plus, I'm gonna give myself maybe a, a four or a five for this week and getting all of the things that I wanted done and really opening up to what is important because the world is gonna take your most precious gift away from you. And we do it unconsciously. And so with the process transformation method, what we're doing is we're creating this inner space and you want to get selfish with what you allow in. And Reality Transurfing calls these pendulums. And I would love to know what pendulums have you had to deal with this week? Thank you, thank you. So for me, it was, um, as you said, like time go very fast, like the days, they are the same. And uh, was three for me uh, than the week because I chose last week to not connect with anything related to cor coronavirus. And uh, I chose to go on with my uh, routine and uh, even uh, uh, go more with my routine, with the meditation and with whatever I'm doing to to go inside of me so I can say it was very good week for me most excellent yeah thank you yeah and um for our family for a couple of weeks there one family member is now working but at, for a time there no family members were working and so just that change in schedule change in uh you know, your outlook in life, change in your family dynamics is happening. And so this, not only, you know, there were five of us adults who live here, none of us were working. And so this created, I mean, the last two weeks just literally flew by for me and having to deal in, and Rowan says, despite this week being a roller coaster in a major way, I'd say about a three, good for you. But where did the last 15 years go? Yeah, so let's ask better questions. That's perfect, Rowan. Let's turn that around. Let's analyze this question because where did the last 15 years go? You know where it went. Time ate it. Whew, there it went. <laughs> yeah, and so a better question is how can I be more aware of the next 15 years, make conscious decisions and choices to make me get closer to that ultimate vision? It's done. And so that those slides may change. We may have daily slides. How can I be open to joy today? And so just be, make that a slide that you're just experiencing all kinds of luscious joy. And those can be really simple ways. So you can download this document. I had some fun creating it. And a lot of people are looking at so many different things. And what we do is we follow the mastermind principle and the process transformation method, reality transurfing, EFT, your Christian or whatever spiritual background. All of these things 
come together. And so with the mastermind, meaning you are in control of your mind and you come together with other people and we help each other through this process. We are here to have support and guidance. And as we go through this together and create this inner space on an individual level, we're not only doing that for ourselves, but we're doing it collectively for each other. And then as you look in your own world and you look in your own world and I look in my own world, we create these pockets of expansion and opening for possibilities, being open to where's the gap? How can I serve? Things are different. I got to see how things are going to fall into place and what role I can play in. And this is coming from an attitude of serving. So if you look at the PDF that I shared, there's a wheel there. And this is the wheel of life based on the mastermind focus. And so many of us, we don't know what to focus on. But this breaks it down into six things to focus on. This is your target. And you're focused in, even if you do one thing each day for each of those six sections for yourself, do one thing each day for yourself in each of those sections, make that a priority. Nothing happens until those things are done or you make sure you schedule those things in your calendar. So when you get up in the morning, you can look at your calendar and say, okay, I need to be doing this right now. Then I'm going to be doing this, then I'm going to rest. And I might leave the afternoon open to play with the dogs or what have you, you choose because this is your health. This is your self care, taking time to get to know this inner space. Because if you don't, the world is gonna take it over. So you wanna start to get selfish with what you're using and what you're, what you're allowing in. This is cultivating a garden. And so as we begin, I'd like you to think about each one of these sections. Where are you on the pain scale? One, I'm right there. 10, I'm in pain, I need help, I, I need guidance. And it will begin to become crystal clear as we go through each of these sections and giving an honest answer. This is not for judgment, but where are you right now? Where are you right now? No judgment, no criticism, just acknowledging where you are. And once you do that, space opens up. This is where healing begins. You acknowledge, you become aware, as opposed to suppress and project, right? So we're either going closed, suppressing, and then we're just projecting it out, as opposed to acknowledging, there it is, and then integrating it and being open to the possibilities. So when it comes to your health, and I think health is number one, only from my perspective, because I had a diagnosis of cancer. Stage four, told I would have two years to live if I did not succumb to chemotherapy and radiation. So at that time, health was a 10. It was a 10. And it was glaring at me in the face to the point where everything else I just kind of pushed aside and focused in on my health. 
but where are you? Where would you like to start with? Together we can start with health, but as you go through your day, you can look at that, where do you need to give priority? Because giving priority starts to balance out those numbers. This is where you find balance. So check in, where are you on a scale of one to 10 with your health? Business or giving? Left, at least my left, my left is giving, right is business. So um, giving or business? You know, let's just check in with them both. Giving, where are you with giving? You know, are you in with the sheeple, <laughs> the people who are giving off an energy of hoarding? Or are you just open to receive abundance, not worried about it? You'll get toilet paper when you need toilet paper, you know, opened up to receive when it's time, in due time, you know, in exact timing. Excellent. About five in giving. Giving is a five. Yeah. So I've been looking for ways to give and um, giving within my own inner circle and then giving to organizations who I want to support. So um, 10%, and right now, you know, we're getting 0%, but we have things that we can share, whether it's clothing or food or what have you, clearing things out and giving with a space of abundance. Five, about a five. I think I'm there with you about a five. I, de I definitely need to give more. I need to find that balance in giving more. Business is a four. Excellent. Giving a two, accepting that I have to pay two rents temporarily, but re realizing how abundant I am because I am able to pay them. Yeah, I'm right with you. So during the good times when work was abundant, we, we put away an emergency fund. And the emergency fund just kept growing. We put a certain percent away, just put it away, put it away, put it away. And we are very, very blessed to have that. But like everybody else, it's been hit with the delusion of the stock market. It's there and whoop, it's gone. So uh, we've been, you know, definitely affected that way. But at a two, like, wow you know, what a very blessed place to be. And I'm able to help those around me. Excellent. Excellent. So with when we have um, business and giving, next is spirituality and finances. Let's do those two together. Spirituality and finances. So talking about where you are spiritually. And many of us in this group come from a Christian background. I do have a few clients who have a Hindu background or a Muslim background, but it doesn't matter your, your, your religious background. All religions are taught as fact and commandments and you have to follow it this way or these are the consequences. But we're coming from a space of spirituality where it's all God expressing himself. Excellent. Spirituality, a one. Excellent, Michelle. Finances, a seven. Yeah, I hear that. Relationships are a five. Jewish background here, though I didn't resonate with a lot of it. Yeah, the thing about the Jewish background is you may enjoy the um, Neville Goddard lecture we just released today. And um, 
it is about the morning star and that related to scripture, not only the Old Testament, because the Old Testament is about prophecy and, and looking forward. The New Testament is about translating the Old Testament. And so if you're able to kind of look at it and see patterns with numbers and look at the characters as archetypes of yourself. So if you're coming from, whether it's a Jewish background, Hindu background, Christian background, look at all the archetypes and resonate with them as them in you. And you will begin to take on the life of this sacred scripture. And you'll look at it with a whole new light. And I'm going to tell you for many, many years, I kind of resisted anything Christian because I left the Christian church in not a positive way where I was just like, I didn't want anything to do with it. But as I began to remember scripture in my experience, I remembered scripture in my experience. Scripture began to take on a life within me. And this is opening up to that Christ consciousness, if you will. So you have the foundation already. It needs to be applied and experienced within yourself. And that's what we're doing with the process transformation method. We're getting very clear finances is a seven. We can start working right there and opening up and triggering and waking up those unconscious parts within us that wake up as soon as we have finance issues and we start experiencing that in the now, the past suppressed part of us begin to wake up. And when we start clearing the playing field, when it comes to finances, you come into a state of being that even though my outside world is showing me, there are no finances coming in, but my inside world is in a state of faith. It's going to be okay. This right here helps you stay open and not get caught up in all of these fantastically delusional pendulums. It's going to be okay. And we know that. All we have to do is look back in history. We went through shit. We got out of it. We were okay. We prospered again, went through shit, got through it. We were okay. Prospered again. This is a cycle of time. There are smaller cycles of time, like every day, every 24 hours. Then there's seasons of time, where we're now we're coming into spring, everything's opening, blooming, waking up. So as we go through this, spirituality, spirituality, and where are you with finances? Seven of finance, one, spirituality. What would you need for spirituality? Spirituality is the unseen part of you. This is the inner kingdom of the heavens within experience. There are no words. It's the wordless. There is no time here. It's the timeless. You can't really name it, but I do. I call mine Albert. High five, Albert. So this is the larger. It reminds me there's this larger unseen part of me that can see all the space of variations. If you're a reality transurfer or you're into physics, you understand that there is this matrix. We are moving through time and space. Time and space is moving, 
flesh is moving, but there's the bigger unseen part that can see the whole matrix. It can see, oh, you know what that picture you gave me? It's lighting up over in that sector. Let's begin to move in that sector. But you gotta have some inner space and inner intuition and an inner knowing to know, and that's when your mind and heart are in unity. When your mind and heart are in unity, this is your spirituality. You create a third vibration. You create that mastermind. You create Christ consciousness, Brahman, uh, whatever name you call it, where you feel like you're expanding and all of a sudden you just know what is the next step. Or you just stay still and allow the chaos to keep moving and you are centered and still. This is where the magic happens. And then relationship. Let's talk about relationship. Where are you? Struggling with the whole Passover thing since there is no um, archaeological evidence that the Egyptians ever had slaves. And this is when you want to look at the archetypes of what happened. So death was coming. People did things to protect themselves. They got through it and survived. So our death is coming. People are doing things to protect themselves and we get through it and survive. This is the archetype. Do you see it? I felt like a big change in you, darling. I just felt this big opening. My spirituality is a two, and I feel like the main thing that would help get it down a bit more is feeling like I was better able to communicate with my guides. Let go of needing to communicate. You don't have to communicate. Here's an exercise. Get quiet. Go into the kingdom of the heavens within that beautiful, big, spacious temple with no walls within and allow yourself to just sit there a bit and imagine your ears on the inside getting really, really big and just hold it there and listen. Now, you might not hear anything. You might smell something. You might taste something. Sometimes when I started getting my visual uh, second chakra and third eye coming together, it was like I saw a movie flash before my eyes and I was ex able to explain with words this movie that flashed before my eyes. And so that was getting my visual inner sense starting to train. You'll have an auditory inner sense, being able to hear things. The first time I heard things, I was at the temple doing Kriya Yoga and all of a sudden I, hear, I heard these wind chimes that was that opening in the skull. I thought it was outside of me, so I kind of brought my awareness into the temple and there were no chimes. And I allowed myself to come back into this space. It took a moment, but boom, there were the chimes again. So it was my auditory inner ear woke up. And so you begin to wake up, and this is your intuition, your inner communication. Those are your first guides. When you connect with those inner senses, those are your first guides. And then you open yourself up to, hey, Albert, I started having these conversations with Albert when I was going to college. And I just started to open myself up to looking at relativity and what relativity means and all the possibilities of relativity. And relativity is God 
experiencing himself through each and every one of our relativities. So this is when you begin to wake up those inner gifts. And so you're at a very beautiful point where you're going to want to go and join that group and get that teaching and think, I got I to gotta improve on this. I'm going to encourage you to not do any of that. Spend time with the timeless. You get the answers here. I am transmuting the negative energy of my tenants. Yeah. I am transmuting the negative. Tell me where you are with that, Lander. What number are you at with that negative energy? A seven. So, subconscious, we just realized some parts woke up. And I realized that I have been coming back into my comfort zone and focused on the negative energy. And that I'm transmuting that negative energy. What I want to do is become aware of when I'm focused on the negative energy and then shift and send my tenant a vision of her finding the perfect place and us so happy and hugging each other and I'm, I'm helping her and I'm moving into my place and it's happening so much sooner than I thought when that's going to happen I don't know but that's the vision I hold for her because I'm no longer focused in on the negative I become aware of when I, I think I'm transmuting the negative, but really what I'm doing is I'm focused in on the negative. So when I become aware of when I'm focused in on the negative, I switch my slide, I create that vision, I create that slide of her finding the perfect place for her, and we're both very happy, and it happens sooner than I thought it could. So just hold that vision, you don't know how it's gonna come, you don't know when it's gonna come. You just see that sector. You light up that sector in time and space. And the big guy, hey Albert, Albert's gonna help you. And your big guy are gonna to get together and create that powerful energy to look, look in the matrix and see that sector light up and begin to direct you to that. But as soon as you start looking at the negative, you are off track. Catch yourself. Just like that pendulum, you want to feed only that pendulum, even though that pendulum's not here yet. It's here energetically. And as soon as you're off on something else, you are no longer doing the work. You are no longer moving through time and space in this field. You are no longer moving in this quantum field. The space of variations. God is all of the variations. Yeah, very good. Stay in this space as much as possible. Use this downtime to your advantage. Yes, very abundant in various other ways. Yeah, I just kind of walked around our garden this morning and Oh my gosh, the abundance of flowers. They're, I'm surrounded by an abundance of beauty. And knowing that these flowers, first of all, had to survive the winter. They had to go through shit. <laughs> and then had to break through the top of the soil so that they can begin to reach for the sun. How are we different? We're going through shit. We got to break through the top of our head, the skull, get through to the sun, the energy, 
the light that we are. So we're all going through this process, but we have to have inner space. We have to have the kingdom of the heavens within. And when these parts begin to wake up, they bleed into our current experience and affect how we're seeing our world and what we're projecting into our world. Very good. And continuing doing this work, I become aware. I become aware of when I'm disconnected from my health and I'm eating to suppress or I'm stress eating. And I become aware when my external relationships are showing me issues. I become aware that I go inside and heal the one inside first. Heal that one first. Integrate the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of that one first. And then bless the one who showed me that one inside me. Because the one outside me is my mirror. That's why it helps um, to work. And when I work with Monica, she sees my blind spots. So uh, it's really good to have this what we're creating here is a mastermind because we're bringing all of our energies together with a goal of opening up and healing and a cohesive healing team where as we go through this reality, we begin to learn that it is inner space and this centeredness, this angel wings, our plates, and our vision really is and the Ten Commandments. I mean, seriously, this should be the Ten Commandments. Because the Ten Commandments focuses on what you shouldn't do. And what are we doing? We are doing exactly what the Ten Commandments tell us not to do, right? But the subconscious doesn't hear the word not. It only has a picture of doing, you know, blaspheming God. It only has a picture of, you know, disrespecting your parents. It only, you know, because this is how the subconscious works. So creating the Ten Commandments of honoring your neighbor having a picture of neighbors coming together and creating this community, uh, having a picture of, you know, loving God. So we're living in a world right now where we're focused in on what we don't want and it's exactly what we're creating. So if we look at it like an energy circuit, even the Bible says um, what, I, what I send out the word that I send out comes back to me fulfilled. The word I send out comes back to me fulfilled. That's in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So what you send out will come back to you fulfilled. And become very aware of what kind of energetic cycle you are creating with pre-matter and your energy. Because thoughts by themselves are harmless. It's the thoughts that you have with anxiety, fear, anger, those strong emotions that perpetuate it, that come back fulfilled. And God is going to give you what you ask for. <laughs> Excellent. How are we doing? Does, does everyone feel fulfilled? Yes, from Landa. Do you feel whole, like in this space, like, Okay, at least this moment, I don't have to worry about a thing. At least right now, I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to do anything. I can just spend time with the timeless. Sit in the expansive, nothing, no thing. 
expand my angel wings and only feed those pendulums, hold those visions for the highest good for myself, it is done, and for my, for my community, for humanity, it is done. Only hold those images right now. Expanding your angel wings, incorporating the whole earth, just hugging the earth. Include the moon, include the sun, include our solar system. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.